Hello, sports fans. Welcome to Bold Sports. This is Steve. And Matt. We will be discussing all Pittsburgh sports from Steelers to Penguins and Pirates with some talk on local colleges, and we may have a rare look at Whitfield. Tune in each week at Sorgatron Media for Bold Sports. Hey, folks. How's it going? Welcome back to another edition of Bold Sports. Matt and I just literally got off work and both walked in the door as Amanda was setting up the uh, um, computer and uh, mics and everything for us. Give her a raise. She, uh, she now gets two zeros. Two zeros. That's twice the zeros. Yes. And two times zero is zero. Yeah. But, you know, she gets to sleep. She right gets now. to sleep. Well, I, don't know how, I don't know how good she is at shutting it down, but she might already be asleep already. It's possible. Yeah. It's highly possible. It's hard, though. It is. Uh, it usually takes me about mm, 30 seconds. Oh, yeah, no, it takes me hours. Like, I was at work today at 9.30 this morning, and I literally just walked in the door. Yeah, because you're all amped from work. One something, I'm you like... Can't just, you can't just go straight to bed when you get home. Yeah. It doesn't matter what your job is. Okay, like me, for example, like, I did take a nap last night after I finished my shift, but, like, I can't just, like, fall asleep asleep. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's it's a very, like, fitful sort of, like, oh, I need to rest my eyes. Um, but I'm not ready to like actually relax and, and go to sleep. So instead I talk about sports, right? Hopefully not argue too much about sports, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, we don't like to argue when we're all, when we're all cranky and irritable from work, sometimes we're in a bad mood. Well, well I'm fat. I just had a hoagie from sheets. I did good. just have a hoagie from sheets. I did. I'm a little jealous. Sorry. I it's okay, man. I gotta say like, since this is bold sports, um, I had for dinner a uh, ham sandwich, and uh, it was good ham, boar's head. And for a side, I, I decided to crack open this can of Heinz baked beans. Sweet. That I had. They were the bold and spicy Texas flavor. Nice. Brother, let me tell you. I don't know about bold. I'm not sure. I didn't really, I didn't really quiz the beans on their opinions on things, um, but they were spicy. I'm not going to lie. Sweet, so I know that I'd look forward to it for the next hour and a half. No, 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 man. I'm good. <laughs> this was like six hours ago, dude. Okay, that should be out of your know? system by now. Yeah, all, all I've had since like work ended was like a pack of Captain's Wafers and a beer. Sweet. Yeah. We'll get you some more beer in you. Well, we'll try. All right. So how was your sports week, man? What did you, you get to do, watch, participate in? What did I 50-mile bike ride. I didn't go for a 50. Um, I, I did go for a bike ride on like... I don't know, Thursday or Friday. Um, oh, yeah. Friday, just hung out downtown. Sunday, went out for, for drinks with some friends who were in town. Got to talk about sports a little bit. Yeah. Uh, my, my buddy who was in town is, you know, he's from Pittsburgh, but he's lived in Boston for like 15 years now. So he's... It's Red Sox he's, he's a diehard right Red Sox fan. Like, he's, he's more knowledgeable about the Red Sox than like most other people right. who follow them. You know, from afar. Like, I don't know where he rates among, like, diehard, like, New England people, but he's he's pretty up on the on the socks. So it was cool to hang out with, with my friends and, you know, talk a little baseball. And, you know, even though he's a Red Sox fan, he still agrees that the Boston sports media is a cult. Yes. That they are all brainwashed. You know, I am an... I, that I'm the a, Bruins commentators are actually somehow worse than the Patriots commentators. I, I mean, I'm an avid Red Sox fan. Uh, and have been since years, since I was a kid. Mm. But, I, you know, I couldn't tell you who pitched today. I couldn't tell you who. I know the Red Sox won 10-2 yeah. over Cleveland. 
I couldn't tell you who pitched the ins and outs of the game. It's Boy, just, Cleveland's not a bad team. No, no, Cleveland's leading the cent, uh, leading the AL Central. We'll get into that. Imagine giving up only two runs in a baseball game and not losing it. Imagine that. I know it would be it would be nice to only give up like one or two runs a game and win and win. Yeah, and win. We have that issue here in Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah, see, this past week, what I do? Uh, Amanda went to Dormont Pool with a bunch of friends. Hmm. And so I wasn't down with the pool, and it was a girls-only event. Yeah, well, so... So, wait, wait, so hold on. So your opinion of the pool doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> if it's a girls-only event. Yeah, yes. Yeah, right? Don't, don't, yeah. You can just leave out that detail yeah. about I wasn't down with the pool. Because even if you had been down with the pool, it was, I mean, yeah, you would have been a, swimming at more with my ass. Yeah, it was, it was a girls-only event, uh, so I wasn't uh, invited to the pool. Mm-hmm. Fire me. I yeah. wouldn't play golf. <laughs> hey, that's better. <laughs> she went to the pool for five hours. I wouldn't play golf for four and had mm. beer for an hour. Uh, so. Wonder who spent more time in the water. Uh. <laughs> you know what? No water on South Park. Okay, that's good. Well, there's a marsh. <laughs> well, there's a marsh. As we all know. As long the notorious as, marsh. As long as you hit over it and don't drive into it, you're good. Drive your ball or the cart? Yes. <laughs> just don't drive anything into the yeah don't drive anything into the Marshall yeah. number 8 yeah. at, at South Park it's not a good thing um, yeah I mean other than that I, I, I had off a midweek day mm. and uh, I went and saw Kenny and got my, my hairs cut and trimmed down and saw that yeah saw you saw you checked in yeah yeah. I got, I got my hair cut yesterday um, just went to see Sal up on the boulevard um, great great barbershop banter you know like, oh yeah it's like I got to like dispel this bullshit that I heard that was that that follows as such. Told me that Mister Rogers was a Navy SEAL. Yes, he was. What? Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah, he was either he he wasn't a Navy SEAL. He he either was a SEAL or he was a Green Beret, one of the two. No. Yeah, he was. No joke. Is it in the movie? I haven't seen the movie yet. No, I don't know if it's in the movie, but I know he was. He, he was either Green Beret or Navy SEAL, one of the two. That's insane. Yeah, one he of the seems two. way too nice. My dad almost used to hit Mister Rogers every day when he used to come out of the PAA in Oakland. He would drop my mom off at work, and Mister Rogers would just walk out of the PAA and just dart across Fifth Avenue like it was, it, you know, whatever. Well, you know, Mister Rogers worked at QED, mm-hmm. and I went to Central Catholic, which is right next to QED. And, you know, like, the thing about us, like, people who spend a lot of time on Fifth Avenue is we're not scared of you, Fifth Avenue. Right. You're, you're just like a off-brand West Liberty to you, me. You, I mean, I mean you're, the only thing with Fifth Avenue is there's going to be that one time where a pit freshman is going to get hit by a bus because they didn't look in the bus lane before they just darted across. And they're lucky that they made it to college before that happened because <laughs> I've, I've seen that happen to high school kids. I know, right? I, I pulled my friend back off the curb. We're back onto the curb once because he wasn't freaking paying attention. Yeah, it's like, you know? just because it's a one-way street, there's a bus lane that they go the opposite direction. This is the same friend who got hit in the head by our own school bus's mirror <laughs> because he stood too close to the curb as the bus was approaching. That's awesome. It's like, try not to be too eager to go to school, dude. Right? You know, like, worst case scenario, you're going to get smacked in the head by the mirror. Like, best case scenario, like... You're just going to get made fun of for liking school too much. Well, this past Saturday, um, I actually worked a mid-shift. I don't know if you want to call 8 to 8 a mid, mm. but we'll call that a mid. Uh, and then, so, we just got done hanging out, and then Amanda and I got home. We just kind of, like, chilled at the house. 
and then we and I had Sunday and she did the pool and I went and played golf. But also Saturday, what happened was, if I would have got out earlier of work, I would have made a valiant effort to get down to Station Square to go watch the Riverhounds play uh, to come away with an ill-nil draw uh, against the Charlotte Independents last Saturday. Uh, goaltending and defense uh, kept the Hounds in the game. Uh, the good news was um, there was no um, real lowlights, but there weren't a lot of highlights either. Yeah. Um, so what I mean by that was the Charlotte Independence dominated that scoring chart mm. where the Hounds are lucky that they didn't have a goal put up on And that's where their defense comes in. And that's where their defense comes in, where uh, Charlotte Independence had, had something stupid like five shots on target and a total of, I think, 17 total shots. Mm. Uh, wow. and, but the Hounds, and they dominated the possession. Like, unlike today's game, where the Hounds played tonight and end up with a 1-1 draw against the Tampa Bay Rowdies that were in town, yeah, where the Hounds dominated the stat sheet with the shots and the possession time and everything else, uh, but then they just didn't get the offense going, and the, and the Rowdies got in there and got one goal to tie it up. I believe it was towards the end of the game, seventy second minute, seventy second minute they got um, the tying goal. If you followed the game at all on Twitter, like yeah, I had no time for Twitter. Okay, so <laughs> I, I watched the game. Yeah, yeah, I figured you'd, and you'd probably I also, have it on. I was also following along with, because I can't hear the commentary, so I'm, you know, I'm just checking to see what people are saying on social media. It should have been more than 1-0 um, at the point where Tampa scored. Like, I mean, Hounds easily could have been up 2-3 at that point. Um, dominating the possession, like, getting all the shots. Their goal was kind of fluky. Um, it was scored by a central defender from like 30 yards out. Uh, Muhammad Dabo, first first ever goal. Like you know, he's he's not a you know he's not an offensive player. Um, but it, it came like right at the end of the first half, and he, he got the goal. It was like you know 30 yards out. He's just trying to put it somewhere in the six yard box and hope some you know it takes a deflection or something. But no, it went straight in. Um, and that's great. And he did a really, that, he it, did a cool dance. And was, then he was the goalie screened on that or anything. I, I it didn't look like he was. I mean, the, like it wasn't. Um, you know, there weren't like a ton of players like right up in front of the box. It it was just kind of it was like a low shot, you know, to the goalie's left. So you, you got to dive to your left, um, but not too high because you don't want to jump over the ball. So it, you know, it's a tough play to make. And it was a cool goal with a cool celebration, and he did a little dance, and then he ran over and gave Mark Polisic, the assistant coach, a big-ass hug, because um, it was his first-ever goal. Hey. I, I'm, I assume it's not his first-ever goal. I mean, even I scored goals on some level. But first goal as a professional, first goal in the USL, first goal as a Riverhound. Congratulations. Um, you know, and then it, it just seemed like, you know, you feel like they can help hold on to a, a one nothing lead because that's what they've done in the past and they don't they've done they don't give up a lot of did, goals because their defense shuts them down and they don't give up a lot of goals yeah. they still have the lowest um, goals against average and goals mm-hmm. against total in um, the uh, in the league yeah it's it's kind of like ridiculous on that I mean, and that's going to help them out playoff seating wise mm-hmm. I mean they are in sole possession at number two 
um, completely, um, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, so the hounds, when I look up here, um, so next, uh, the hounds have coming up, I believe, uh, Indy 11, uh, Wednesday, the 29th. Yeah, they don't have any games this weekend. They don't have any games this weekend. So next Wednesday, they have a game, 7 o'clock. Uh, and that's away, I believe. That's at Indy. Yeah, I'm, yeah, because I believe we already played Indy at home. Yes, seven o'clock start East Coast times. At six o'clock start there. But you know, Indy's still in our time zone for right now. So yeah, get on this same bandwagon with everyone else, Indiana. <laughs> Enough of this. I'm tired of this, man. <laughs> well, part time of the year they're an hour behind us. Part time of the year they're with us. So well, I mean. That means they're never with us. Yeah, but then, you know, the next game gets Pick tough. one. The next game gets tough whenever Pittsburgh, the Riverhounds, on Saturday the 1st, got to go to Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. That's a tough one right there. I want to go to that one. And then they get, uh, and then the Hounds are going to be at home against the Bethlehem Steel on the 7th. Uh, well, you want to go to Cincinnati? I'd love to. Yeah. Especially before they move to whatever new MLS stadium. That they're going to... They're moving to. Um, are they getting a whole new stadium, or are they moving into one of the college stadiums? No, they're getting... They're in a college stadium now. Okay. They're, they're getting their own soccer-specific stadium. That's a big thing with MLS. Soccer-specific. Is they, they want teams to play in soccer-specific stadiums. Um, like, Seattle gets a pass because, well, I mean, Seattle had a team that was well-supported well before MLS ever came knocking. Um, and they play at, you know, the Seahawks stadium. And they fill it up. They sell it out. Which is a wild-ass stadium. Mm-hmm. So most most teams get their soccer-specific stadiums. And I just think it's cool because Cincinnati plays in a very old like college football stadium. And it, it seems like a great atmosphere. seems like it would be a lot of fun. Um, it's also a good rivalry because Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. You right. know, we got the Pirates <clears throat> and the Reds. we got the Steelers and the Bengals. And at least for the rest of this year, we've got the Riverhounds and FC Cincinnati. Correct. Um, gonna miss the rivalry when they move up to MLS. Yeah. So U- USL is one step below MLS. Yeah. So as long as you get the the fan support and everything else like that is how you get into the MLS. Right. I mean, it's a franchise system, so it's like you got you got to have an owner who's got the money to pay the franchise fee, um, and you, you've got to have like a market that the league thinks they can be successful in, and you've got to have a stadium you know, that meets their qualifications. Like, there's no way Station Square would... No, would, I mean, like, the River they'd, have, would, they'd have to build a new stadium. Or, or move into Heinz Field. Or move into Heinz Field. But then, which, you know, MLS doesn't want that because they'd have, like... Conflicting games. 60,000 empty seats yeah. on a good night. Right. You know, and that, that's not a good look that's not a, Yeah, it's not a good look for anyone. I mean, they, they'd have to sell, like, you know, like, they basically have to rope off, like, the upper deck and one sideline. The sideline where the cameras are... So people can't see on television how empty the it is. Yeah, and you know what? I'm fine with that though. Like I don't, I don't aspire to be an MLS market. Like we don't need that. I know a lot of people in Pittsburgh aren't aren't gonna get into a sport that's not like quote unquote the major leagues of no. that sport. But those same people probably aren't gonna follow soccer anyway. Right. You know they're because not. they're so used to like Steelers and Penguins and being really good and. The Pirates being mediocre. Yeah, but at least it's the major leagues, you know, that kind of thing. So, whatever, man. Have have the Riverhounds ever won the USL? 
No. No. The answer is no. No. So let's start there before we worry about MLS. Yeah. Right, Cincinnati? <laughs> it's just such a, it's such a joke. And the other thing is that the, the MLS is using the Cincinnati expansion franchise as, like, justification for them not trying too hard to stop the Columbus crew from moving to Austin. Which is totally going to happen. Whether, whether we like it or not. And there was some whack rumor that, like, Mark Wahlberg wanted to buy the crew. But he wasn't serious. It was just like somebody asked him about it. And he was just like, well, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. I, I haven't really thought about it. But, like, my friend Robert Kraft owns a soccer team, so who knows? Uh, yeah, that's just what rich guys say yeah, when yeah. you ask them. Yeah, you ask true. a rich guy, like, hey, dude, you're going to buy a Maserati? He's like, ah, I haven't really thought about it. But, you know, like, Jay-Z has one, so maybe I will. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't right? mean he's, like, seriously going like, to go, like, It's like Robert Kraft also owns the New England Patriots yeah. as well. Yeah, I don't think Mark Wahlberg's trying to buy an NFL team yeah. anytime soon. I mean, sh- I mean, if- he's got his hands full with his burger business. Yeah, he does, <laughs> and a lot of other things too. Um, so, also this past weekend, you had um, Brant Snedeker won the Wyndham Championship with a minus twenty-one for the tournament. Now he started off on Thursday with that magical number, that fifty-nine mm-hmm. shot under sixty. Uh, 59 carded on Thursday afternoon. He started that round with a bogey, finished with a 20-foot bird on 18 for 11 under par in the first round, and then continued to hold the lead all weekend and won on Sunday uh, for that. That moved him up in the FedEx Cup. Um, This week, the tour heads to Ridgewood Country Club in Paramus, New Jersey. And if you know anything about Paramus, New Jersey, it has a huge-ass mall. (laughs) <laughs> and it's a suburb of Manhattan. <laughs> um, and it's the Northern Trust Open. Uh, all the big names are playing this weekend um, as they are in uh, a FedEx Cup playoff. So you have all the big names are playing. Tiger is, is playing. Mickelson's playing. Anybody that's in the 152 and 1 to 152 in the FedEx Cup points is playing. Mm. Um Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of people. Yeah, and then they cut down to mm-hmm. so much, and then they have another playoff next weekend, and then they cut down from there. And the, the final, I don't know if it's the final, I think the final tournament of the year also decides the um, uh, FedEx Cup itself. Um, did you get a chance to watch any of this week's tournament at all? I mean, I had a chance to watch it, but I didn't. Um I know it was on like ESPN Plus, like for the early rounds. I don't, I don't, I don't know if, if it was on, you know, regular network TV. I guess there's always some golf on somewhere on like Saturday and Sunday. But no, I didn't. I didn't get a chance to watch it. Like I said, man, like not a major, you know. Not a major. It's not that important. If you happen to be off, you watch it. Yeah, and I and I really like was so into the PGA that I was yelling at the TV. Which almost, oh, never, yeah. Because Tiger Woods, like, that putt that, like, sat on the Oh, hole, man. I screamed. I was like, why can't there be a fracking earthquake? Right? You know, because it's in Missouri. Yeah, know, so they, they have, have uh, one, two, three tournaments left in this season. They have the Dell Technologies Championship, uh, which is at TPC Boston. BMW Championship, which is uh, Arnhemac Golf Club. And then the Tour Championship is what it's called. It's the East Lake Golf Course. Um, and that is the final one, and that's who wins that tournament. 
typically who wins that tournament doesn't always win the FedEx Cup, but majority of the time, whoever wins that tournament wins the FedEx Cup for the most part, just by how point scoring goes. And their point scoring is weird. You get anywhere from 125 points to 600 for a win um, based on the field that was in that tournament and so forth. Um, it, it's it, You need to have a serious math degree to figure out the FedEx points. <laughs> yeah, see, that's, like, I, I, that's why I don't care about it. I know, I know. You I know? mean, it, it's okay, so it's something that carries on all year long, and then you get a FedEx Cup at the end of the year, and you don't necessarily have to win the most on tour. You don't even necessarily have to win. You have to finish in the top ten, and you gain points, yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it's like, how can we make golf more like NASCAR? I know. You know, and like, I, it's like, in, in NASCAR, it's like, well, we need to have, like, playoffs because it's boring to just watch somebody win a race. And, like, you won the race. And, like, NASCAR, which has its Super Bowl in February. Right. Not because it's the championship, but because it's the highest profile event. Yeah, the Daytona 500. It falls like, the weekend of my birthday. You, you win the Daytona 500, and my mom, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When's your mom's birthday? February 26th. I'm the 22nd. Yeah. So no. it, it falls around. Around there. Yeah. Yeah. It's been on my birthday. It's been a couple days before. Mm-hmm. It's been a couple days after. Yeah. It's been during. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. And you know what my mom has never said to me? I want to go to the Daytona 500 for my birthday. I want to watch it on TV for my birthday. Well, uh, I'm going. Going to it is out of the question. I'm going. I told everybody in my family that, um, and, and all my friends, I said, look, I said, if no one takes me to the Daytona 500 for before I turn 40, go fuck yourselves. I'm going to the 500 my 40th birthday, leaving y'all alone. I'd go to that. So. I'll go to that. Sweet. I've never been so, to a NASCAR thing. So February, we're going to have okay. Daytona. All right, I'll, I'll request off. I mean, hell, who doesn't love going to Florida in the cold winter months? Yeah, who doesn't want to go to Daytona? Even though Daytona is not hot, hot. I'm sure. February, I'm sure. It's, it's way better. better than Pittsburgh. <laughs> way better. <laughs> Who's going to shovel the walk while we're gone? That's my only concern. Yeah, because we know the people that reside in the same residence as we do won't won't, won't, won't make that happen. No. No. I'm going to pay somebody. It's fine. I'll give my neighbor a 30-pack. Yeah. <laughs> if it snows. <laughs> if it snows. If it doesn't snow, and I'll be checking up, I'll be following the weather on Twitter, and yeah. you give that 30-pack back to me if it doesn't <laughs> snow. It's like, wait, wait, wait. When I get back from Daytona... I'll provide you yeah. with a thirty pack. Right. But you gotta you gotta take all the snow and shovel it into like a big bin. And if it melts, it melts. But like I need to, I need to see some stats. Like I'm not I'm not just gonna give you a thirty pack. I, no, I want before and after pics and you, with technology that you could text mm-hmm. them to me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, hey, you know what? We're at lap one twenty five. Mm. All right. I could just get a camera you that know. too. Yeah. Put a camera in the front porch. Okay, my my nest doorbell camera seems to think that you didn't shovel any snow. <laughs> Mister, so um, yeah. Give me back like twenty eight of those beers. I, I didn't shovel the snow. I came out of the propane tank in a flamethrower. I melted that shit. <laughs> well, if that's how you want to do it, just don't get caught. I know, right? You'll get trouble for that. Yeah, you're in Lebo for sure. City, maybe they might have bigger problems. Depends on the day. So, so some fun things that happened this week in sports. Some some fun, interesting things. You saw uh, Sister Mary Joe, right? Was that the White Sox pitcher? Yeah. The, 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 the She's White not an actual pitcher for the White Sox. No, she no, no, no. She, no. she could be. <laughs> she did the, she bounced the ball on her forearm. Yeah, she bounced on her forearm and off her yeah. arm and caught it back. And 
She threw a wicked curve in there. She did. It, it went right up and dropped right in. I, I, I guarantee you she would get a couple strikeouts. Doubt it. No. She's probably only throwing like maybe 50 some mile an hour at the most. Yeah, and once they learn to wait on it, man, mm-hmm. it's Crush. Crush City. She had a wicked curve. That was great. It was great to see. It was great to watch. Most nuns are better at swinging pieces of wood. You know what? Or throwing a razor is dead center of your chest. <laughs> well, that's probably how she learned her. That's where she learned her pitching stroke, man. Just, you know? Yeah. Hey, if you, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> and if you can throw an eraser, you can throw a ball. Exactly. But Sister Mary Jo out in um, Chicago, it, it, it just it, it's just one of those things that happens that you're just like, ah, that's awesome. That's funny. And keep it going because you just need more of that stuff in sports. Uh, along the lines of in the Little League World Series. Yeah. Um, the Little League World Series is going on, which is going strong. I love watching the Little League World Series. But this kid came up Big Al. Big Al. Um, uh, Al- Alfred D. Fillier, I think is his full name. But they were in the uh, they were in the, the semis in the Midwest or in the mid, or sorry yeah um, not Midwest um, Mid East I guess what they whatever the East Coast Mid Atlantic Mid Atlantic Northeast Mid Atlantic yeah they were in the because he's out of Jersey okay and then, so um, Alfred Jaffili or whatever and and you know how in the Little League World Series there you have the guys come up and they call. And they say, and they give give him something. So he comes up and goes, my name's Alfred DeFillier. Back home, they call me Big Al. And I hit dingers. <laughs> like, <laughs> this kid's been on ESPN. He's been on Jimmy Kimmel. He's been on Channel 11 late night. What, Jimmy Fallon? Jimmy Fallon. You know... And they've been interviewed. He's at, and his team didn't make it to the Little League World Series, but he's at the Little League World Series, like watching all the games, walking oh, really? around. Like they had him in the booth. You know, oh, you got so to meet David Ross. You know, David Ross. So he's I mean, kind of like, so this kid's like the Orestes Destrada of like Little League. I guess. Like he didn't actually like ever like really play that much. In, in the big show, but he's a very good analyst or personality. Yeah, he's not a very good personality because they ask him some questions. He's like, oh, I don't know. He's a freaking kid. He's 12 years old. Give him a, you know, give yeah. him a break, man. But, I mean, I mean, he was he a, goes to school where he's probably like not allowed to give his real opinions on stuff because he'll 12. get in trouble. He's 12. You know, like, how do you feel about homework, Big Al? Like, uh, uh, homework's okay. I like it, I guess. Like, no, you don't, Big Al. Don't hold back. Be but, honest. We, we appreciate honesty. But there was we'll, we'll even listen to A Rod call a game as long as he's honest for it. But there was but there was a thing going around on on Facebook and Twitter about about uh, would would Sister Mary Jo uh, strike out Big Al or which or Big Al take her deep, mm-hmm. you know, or and so forth. Or said how do you think this this pitching matchup would work? And it was great watching the comments and the stories through and so forth. I threw in my comments. Um, is I, I said uh, I, th- I think Big Al would 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 uh, swing at the first one, look at the second one, then sit back and wait for the third one and sla- and and slap it to the opposite field. But opposite field, yeah. What are you talking about, man? You're way overselling this nun's pitching. <laughs> I mean, dude, seriously. I mean, I hit to the opposite field all the time in little league, but like, I sucked. 
You know? <laughs> and, like, kids were throwing hard. Like, I don't think a nun, like, I mean, I'm, no offense, you know, but she's kind of like an elderly woman. I don't, hey. I don't, I don't think, like, someone like that can throw harder than, you know, like, the three best pitchers from Edgewood circa 1991. I don't know. It was just cool to watch. Yeah, I, you know, base, baseball's a fun game. Um, they have these stunts with, with people throwing out the first pitch. You know, sometimes they suck, sometimes they're good. But it's it's very surprising when someone's really good. Because, like, the only, like, really good first pitch that anyone ever talks about was when President Bush did it. And you've got way more stories of, like, really bad ones. Oh, yeah. Like 50 Cent. Mm-hmm. When he, like, you know, threw the ball to, like, first base. <laughs> Somebody that hit the camera got it nuts. Yeah. Um, Wasn't that the one where they all did, like, was it, they did one of those where it's, like, five guys throwing out the pitch all at the same time yeah, with, like, five catchers. And yeah, I'm not sure. Somebody threw went. to the wrong catcher. And I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know how that one went. But, and but it, these are yeah. stunts. These are not, like, the real game. No. Nobody nobody goes to a Steeler game and watches, like, the punt-pass-kick contest and says, like, oh, they need to sign that kid. I mean, they might, but they're probably either drunk or, like, just trying to be funny. Yeah. Or a little bit of both. Or, or there's a little bit of both. Or, yeah, whenever, uh, you know, Barry shanks a few off his foot, you know. But uh, it was just fun to watch. It's cool. And then Little League World Series is awesome. I don't care who you are, how old you are, you know, kids going out, Playing baseball, they're on national TV. They're 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 really good. They're better than they, than I was at twelve, and that was pretty good. I never made it to the World Series. Obviously, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't mean to like dish you, but like nobody, no team from Pittsburgh has ever. No, played. no. it would be arm of Geddon if they did. Right, and they'd and, still be talking about it. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I mean, we just these kids are good, and they do. I mean, they put a lot of time in, a lot of work in, and they're playing the game to play the game. They're, they're they're there. It's it's a fun weekend. It's a great time. But at that point, I think we should go ahead and take a break really quick and yeah. come back and talk about some more stuff going on. Uh, we're going to talk about another kids game real quick before we get into some more serious stuff. Kids game? They're all kids games. They're, yeah, they're all kids games. Some people just get paid a lot for them. There are, are there any adult games? They're always like, oh, you get paid to play a kids game. Yeah. It's like, what are the, like adult games? Like, what, like Cards Against Humanity? I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, lawn darts? They outlawed the real lawn darts. I mean, like, I guess, like, trap shooting is not really a kid's game, but it is. You could, when you're 12, you get your hunting license. Yeah. You know? I don't know. They're all kids' games. They're games. They're kids' games. That's why they're called games. All right, well, our friends at Sorgatron Media are probably going to talk about wrestling here mm. on the next break, so, you know, or, also so, or at some game. point, which is, yeah, also kids game so we'll be right back in just a few moments after a few messages from our friends at sorgatron media studios in Beachview. do you like professional wrestling want your discussions no holds barred check out wrestlingmayhemshow.com for all the wrestling podcast flavor you can handle all right folks and we're back um session two here on this episode uh this friday coming up is the 24th Think so? Yeah. Friday the 24th. That's crazy. August 24th starts WPIL football. Seems early this year. Schools are going back earlier this year. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, all the schools are. I, I was at work today. We've been kind of slow this week. We were like, mm-hmm. "Why are we slow?" I'm like, "All the all the schools are going back." Yeah, you know, um, there's um, a lot of them go back. They went back Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then uh, anybody that doesn't go back by tomorrow, Thursday, uh, goes back after Labor Day. And I know Canon Mac is the latest one to go back. They go back the tenth because of um, that construction construction thing. thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they're the latest ones to go back. But WPL football starts up. Um, you have all six classes playing. Uh, I know a lot of teams this year entered into the week zero, um, mm-hmm. rule that they put in so they can still play their, um, rival, uh, their former rivals since they've changed classes. Like I know mm-hmm. Mount Lebanon's playing Upper St. Clair again yeah. last year. They didn't, um, and they're not playing to like, like week six or something, but they are entering to open up a week early and do the week zero thing. Um, I'd love to see Central renew its rivalry with North Catholic. <laughs> yeah, now that it's called North Catholic again. Well, yeah, <laughs> it, it probably will be. What a mouthful, eh? Yeah, it probably will be called North Catholic. No, it is. It is. You worked all day. You missed. Oh, they changed it. Yeah, yeah. They they had a vote and everything. It's official. So now they can take down that sign that someone vandalized. Ah, okay. The Cardinal World um, School lasted for how many years now? Two, three. Yeah. Since they moved to Cranberry, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's now it's been more than two or three. Like, yeah, now, time flies. Yeah. Now it's back to North Catholic again instead of Cardinal World. It's the way it should be. Academy of whatever. You don't, you don't name shit after people who are still alive. Yeah, it's true. You know? I mean, like, to be honest with you, like, I, I didn't, I don't, I didn't really get that, like, what, what's the one school, like, Obama? Oh, Obama! And they Academy. named it that while he was still president. Was that was was that, that Shenley or was that Langley? Peabody? Peabody. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know what? Like I'm sure that like someone's going to name their schools after Obama at some point, but like to do it while they're still well, alive. I think they named, that's a little too like. Well, I think they Soviet named that me. because whenever he came to Pittsburgh, that's where his compound was. He stayed at the yeah. school, mm-hmm. and they turned all those rooms into like. I'm sure. Th- I'm sure there's a good reason for it. Yeah. And, like I, you know, you put a gun to my head and ask me who who's Peabody. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think, like, like, I think it was because that's where he stayed whenever he was in Pittsburgh, whenever he was here for like the G20 and all that stuff. Oh, really? And they put, they turned that school because it was an easy area to confine and have security. Yeah. And they and they turned the classrooms into like the bedrooms and they had bathrooms connected and stuff. Oh, that's, I didn't know so, that. So that's, yeah, he actually stayed there for like a week. Awesome. Um, and then I know a couple, uh, at least for the G20 summit and then, uh, there was another time or two that he was in Pittsburgh for longer than a, a quick flight in and a quick mm-hmm. flight out. I think he was here for like two days or something like that. They, they took that school and turned it into like hit their home base, oh, like okay. a mini White House. All right, so that, yeah. so that makes sense. That, that makes I, some sense. You changed my opinion. Yeah, that, that, you, you that's, why, my that's why that school changed the name. And it was after the G20 is whenever – and when he stayed there for like a week or ten days straight mm-hmm. that he was – that uh, that was his like mini White House. Uh, this week, um, so former Pittsburgh Pirate, current, still current as of right now, uh, San Francisco Giant, Andrew McCutcheon, was put on waivers uh, a day or two ago, and you just informed me that he cleared waivers. He cleared the waivers. So that means that any uh, team. Anyone. A anyone, contender, even. A contender could pick up McCutcheon. They'd have to pay out the rest of his this year's salary and pretty much pick him up for what's left on this year's salary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they could make a trade option with it uh, to do that. So, like, 
the Dodgers could be like, hey, Giants, we want Andrew McCutcheon, and we'll give you two players to be named later. Dodgers are one of those teams that's, I mean, could do it. their window's about to close. Yeah. Um, um, the Giants, obviously, if they're putting Kutch on waivers. He's had a down year. The, the Giants are behind the Pirates right now in the wild card standings. They are. So it the makes Pirates sense. The Pirates are like seven and a half out. It's seven and a half out and way too many teams ahead of them. Yeah. And one of the teams ahead of them is the Washington Nationals, who just dumped David Murphy and someone else big. Well, and they did they did put Bryce Harper on waivers, but then they like pulled him back. Which is a thing that teams can do, I guess, and I don't, I don't really. Well, understand. because what they can do with the waivers, I read it about this morning, was they put it, they could put them on waivers, and then another team, once he's put on waivers, come in and said, "Hey, we'll work a trade out with you." Okay. And oh, then, like the non-waiver trade. And then, line. and then they can, like how the Pirates got Marlon Bird. Yes. Back. Okay. Yes. And then they can say, "Hey, we want to work a trade out with you mm-hmm. uh, to acquire him," and then they have so many hours. To do a trade before he's cleared on waivers, and then any other team can come in and swoop up and take him. Yeah. And now the Nationals so, still have Harper for one more year. Well, he's under contract. Under contract. So they don't want to dump him for parts at yeah. this point. They're he's gonna they're gonna con- keep him. He's either try to go on another. I think, run. I think he's under contract one more. They year. got one more year on him. I, I'm certain. But of this. if they get enough stuff back for him, they'll, they'll, it's a business. It's it's hard to get. Good pieces in return at this right. late stage. At this late in the stage, because yeah. the teams, the teams that are serious contenders, like they've got their squad together. They do. They might be looking to add like a bat from the bench. They might be looking to add a bullpen arm or two. But you know, you're not going to get a big haul for a rental player if you're just trying to like make the wild card. And in the in the American League, the wild card race is almost non-existent, and in the National League. It's a very crowded field, but that field is considered to no longer include the Washington Nationals or the San Francisco Giants. Yes. So, the Pirates being a team that is also like right in that same thick of things with Washington and San Francisco, like they don't really have anybody that they need to put on waivers right now, but it also doesn't make any sense for them to add pieces like at that stage. And as much as I'd love to see Kutch come back just to... Hell, give people an excuse. That would be that would be something. Okay, honestly, if Kutch would come back to Pittsburgh, that would be something that would, I think, make people in Pittsburgh happy, but also for the wrong reasons. Also, a business decision. It's like, look, we traded you for this, this, and this, and the guy that we got for you is outperforming you, and we're able to get you back for like two cents on the dollar. Well, no, we didn't get no Dickerson. We didn't get Dickerson in that trade. He was he was in one of the trades. But was, Dick- he, was he in the Cole trade? No, Dickerson came from Tampa. Dickerson wasn't a part of either of the big trades. Okay. Um, I don't know what they gave up to get him, but they got him, and he's been good. Right. Um, he's outperform. He's outperformed cut. But I mean, it's it's really. I mean, it's this is a total straw man argument because it's never going to happen. Yeah. But if we would bring Cutch back, like, can you imagine all the like? You know, callers and emailers and Twitterers oh, saying like, "Well, if we had just kept him the whole year, we'd be in the playoffs." Yeah, no. You know, ignoring the fact that he's kind of had a bad year. Yep. And that you know, we we got players in return for him, and we also got another player who plays his same position, who's been better than him all year. Correct. Um, I'd like to see Kutch in the playoffs. 
I would love That'd to be see, awesome. I'd love to see Kutch go get a ring. You know who needs a player or two every now and then for their wild card run? Uh, the A's. The Yankees. <laughs> the Yankees. Oh, the A's would be that. The A's would make sense because he, I mean, you know, I don't know. What he wouldn't. Makes... He wouldn't have to like move out of his, you know, wherever he's ten living. million dollars San Francisco studio apartment. Yeah, right. You know? But no, I mean, he could Yan- take the bark to work. Yeah, but the Yankees definitely. I would love to see an Andrew McCutcheon like. Freaking like Instagram story video, of, taking like, the bark, riding the bark to work. <laughs> like, hey folks, I'm Andrew McCutcheon. I'm I'm in a giant tunnel under the San Francisco Bay. If you if you think the tunnel under the Allegheny is scary, brother, have I got a tunnel for you? <laughs> the bark system is <laughs> there's there's wicked. earthquakes. That bark system is wicked. I watched a show on like Discovery Channel once about like what would happen if you were on the the Trans Bay tube when they had like the the big one, and it, it's enough to make me just, if I, if I was a commuter who'd use that every day, like, I'd just quit. Yeah. I'd be like, you, boss, you, it's not worth the risk. But yes, bo- sorry, gotta go. I'd be like, I know you're paying me $3 million a year, but I can barely pay my rent on that because I live in San Francisco. So, <laughs> and how I'm about... taking the BART. So, how about we uh, talk about the Bucks real quick. This past weekend, they had four games with the Cubs. They dropped two of them. Uh, they would split that series two and two. They had the Braves in for three games, uh, and they lost three of three to the Braves. Uh, the offense has come to a halt. It seems um, the defense uh, ha- has some holes that have opened up uh, in there, and which is amazing because they're like, adding new players. Yeah, and then the, the like they, they got Hetcheveria. They got. I think their biggest thing here right now is the offense. The offense has, has sucks. It has halted. What happened to that twelve game streak we were rolled on? You know, where and they were just booming the ball and getting it out there and everything. Else. And they were playing good teams. I mean, they were That's playing. Like they were Bob, playing the Cardinals. They were playing the Cubs. They it's were called the hidden vigorish, Steve. A coin, a phrase coined by Bob Prince, former Pirates announcer. You know, and it's it's basically a gambly sort of way of referring to a statistical phenomenon known as regression to the mean. Okay, like you're going to have your peaks and you're going to have your valleys. But at the end of the day, you know, we're all average. Everyone likes to think they're above average, but it's called average for a reason. Correct. Because most people fall into that window. So the, the average, you know, Pirates season, as, as the club is presently constituted, is 500. There was a point... During this, the last season of their most recent road trip, where they were exactly at 500, and their run differential was zero, which means they won, they won as many games as they lost, yep. and they scored as many runs as they gave up. They were perfectly middle-of-the-road mediocre, and that's who they are, and that's where they belong. And that's where and they're going to the, be. in the National League Central, that gets you fourth place. It does. And in the wild card, like, forget about it. In the wild card, they're, what, seven and a half out right now? Love to see them go um, on a run, but it's not going to happen. I think that... I think if they do, it's going to be too little They're too not late. mathematically eliminated, uh, but they're damn near close. Mm. They're damn near close being mathematically eliminated from the wild card. I, th- I think it's like a five-game... Like, if they lose... If they lose the next... If they lose five out of the next 15... Or the Cubs and somebody else win so many, and it, you know how baseball stats go. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
The yeah. magic number. I believe I believe it's a, if they lose five games, they're done. I mean, something like that. Well, at the rate they're going. Oh, shit. I mean, okay. They're going to Milwaukee. So, yeah, they're going to Milwaukee, which right now is... Which is not, a team uh, in the hunt. The, so, you know they're going to come out. Milwaukee, barrels, the last... This morning, barrels. Milwaukee was... Um, this morning, Milwaukee was right behind... Um, You're talking about wild card? I was looking at overall division. division. Well, the Cubs. Cubs, Cubs would be in first. And then Milwaukee, I think. Milwaukee's two. Uh, okay, Milwaukee must have lost. They lost tonight. So Milwaukee is third. They're three games behind the Cubs. Cardinals are two and a half back from the Cubs. Okay. So, I mean, but yeah, Milwaukee's in the hunt. Cardinals are in the hunt. Um, and so we're... The Pirates right now, uh, it seems to me like it's time to bring up some of the guys in the minors to see what they got. Well, it's that's right around the corner because it's almost September 1st. Yeah. So you, you get one of those, you, you the September call-ups mm-hmm. uh, come around and you have... Can't wait to see Neverauskas back in the bullpen. It's, yeah. I mean, you know, we already got Newman up here. Um... You know, we, we traded what's-his-face, that outfielder, yeah. Meadows. Meadows, He's awesome gone. Meadows. He's so gone. We, we don't have him to look forward to. Um, uh, the pitcher, we traded off. He was in that player to be named later deal. Boz. I don't think Boz was close enough to the majors to be a September call-up. Um, I think he's like a year away, at least. So I'm not, I'm not even looking forward to, like, the September call-ups. Yeah. And I just found out tonight that the Ed Sheeran concert, it's not like an after-a-game concert. It's just a concert concert. I'm not going to go to that. It's all I it's all I had to look forward to was like, well, you know, if I get bored, you know, I can go see a game and You actually play. thought the Ed Sheeran concert was an after the Pirate game? I don't know. Maybe someone told Ed Sheeran the Pirates are like freaking awesome and he was like, "Oh yeah, okay, I'll do that, mate." You know? I don't know. You know what? Like I saw Boys to Men at, at PNC Park, after a game. I mean, I saw 38 Special. I saw Skinner. I saw, um, uh, shit. Um, fuck. What's funny, a lot of older big names <laughs> mm-hmm. have played concerts after a game at PNC Park on a yeah. Saturday night mm-hmm. when they do that. Now, yeah. one of my, and I count this as my first concert, really. I don't really, like, I, my first concert that my parents took me to was, uh, when the Four Tops played at Three Rivers oh. after a Mets game. Oh. Um, Daryl Strawberry hit a 10th inning home run that ended up being the game winner. And because the game ran long, the other act that was supposed to play at the concert, Chuck Berry, he bailed. He was very, apparently Chuck Berry was like a real, like, dick to work with. I've heard that. And he was like, you know, either I go on at exactly 5 o'clock like my contract says, or I'm walking. So he bailed, and they had already paid him all this money, so the pirates had to sue Chuck Berry. Wow. And, this, mean, and, the, and I didn't realize any of this, and, and when Chuck Berry died, my dad told me, like, you know, Matt, you could have seen Chuck Berry live in concert if... If whoever they, for the pirates hadn't blown a save, Stan Belinda, basically, Stan no, Belinda. This was before his, no, 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 this is like <laughs> this is like Don Robinson, uh, 
Rob Patterson, not, not 80s, our Rob Patterson. 80s. Like, yeah, 80s Pirates. 80s Pirates. But I saw the, the Four Tops. Wow. I mean, I've heard Chuck Berry's been a dick, and, you know, he didn't even realize it was his cousin Marvin calling him on the phone to Melvin? tell him. Yeah, I think it was Melvin. I think it was Mel- Mar- Melvin or Marvin. Melvin or Marvin. I think it was Marvin. Steve, try to keep up. Come on. You know, and, and he was trying to call him on the phone to tell him about this new sound, this new sound. He, he was yeah. hearing. Um, uh, and he didn't even want to hear about it then. Um, they should remake but, Back to the Future with, like, fucking dubstep. See, I'm sad. I'm kind of upset. I'm kind of He goes back. He goes back and teaches Skrillex how to like make like a (laughs) try to keep up. Actually, no, like slow down. It's we're all on uh, codeine. (laughs) Kind of upset that you said Back to the Future because I'm hoping people out there would get the reference. They should be old enough. They better be. If you're not, if you're not old enough to remember Back to the Future, why are you listening to this podcast? Like, go watch Bubble Guppies. I don't even know what Bubble It's a kid is. show. Okay. It's for uh, kids. Well, you have nephews. I do. Oh, I do. And they, they're into equal parts like Ninja Turtles and, like, crappy kid shows right now, so... And then you gotta break out the old school Ninja Turtles shows. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. It's like, April O'Neil used to be way hotter, dude. So, how about... <laughs> <laughs> so, how about an MLB in general? We have... Uh, the Bo Sox had a bit of a skid, uh, but they're still eight and a half games ahead of the Yankees in the AL East. Uh, the Indians are 13 games up in the AL Central. The A's and the Strohs, as of this morning, were tied in the AL West. Uh, in the NL, uh, Braves are a game and a half up on the Phils in the East. Uh, Cubs two and a half up, uh, and then the Brewers and the, uh, on the Brewers. Brewers, we just I just looked at the stats. They lost tonight, so the Cardinals slid in uh, in there for that. And then in the NL West, you have um, the Diamondbacks are half a game up on the Rockies, and as of right now, the Rockies must have lost. So the and they're playing each other, so it's a game and a half up. Yeah, so, now that American League though. Oh, dude, Houston and Oakland. Could uh, be like a fascinating race down so, to the wire. So Astros are now up a game at, at, at close. That's what I have the stats on right now. But the way it's looking is whichever of those two teams doesn't win the division is getting a wild card. So it's the stakes aren't as high as they might have been pre wild card. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's still cool to. I mean, you're, you're, this is why I don't think they should expand the wild card to a three game series. You know. Because if you don't win your division, like, there should be, like, a barrier to you getting into an elimination series. Like, you should have to play a single elimination game. You know, if the Astros and the Oakland Athletics, you know, they go down to, like, the final game. If They they might even have to play 163 games to they, settle the yeah. Western Division. That, and, it, and then, I don't think it's happened. And the, and the stakes of winning that game 163... Would be phenomenal because right. if you win, you're in a five gamer yep. automatically, and if you lose, well then you know you got to you got to have another you one better gamer. have another good pitcher up your sleeve. Yeah, you're in a, you're in another one gamer. Yeah, so I like the wild card the way it is. Don't change it. Everything in sports, the trend is always to expand, expand, expand. Let's just keep it the way it is. You know, some people still don't even think there should have been a wild card because they're that much of a purist. Yeah. So the red, but like the, I, I am in favor of making the wild card kind of like a punishment a little bit. 
You know, like this is this is what you get for not being as good as the team ahead of you in your division. And the Red Sox are fifty games ahead of five hundred. Well, I mean, <laughs> the Yankees, the Yankees are fucking forty. Wait, no, forty-seven, forty. They got a they got hundred and two wins. Fifty. 67, 77, they're 33 games, or 32 games above 500, and they're nine games back. So basically, if Houston doesn't win the division in the West, and Oakland wins the division, and then Houston has to go to Yankee Stadium to play a one-game yeah. elimination. Because the Twins ain't coming oh back. Oh, God, what will they do? Who the, will twins they aren't, the Twins aren't coming back for 13, for 13 games. And then, okay, so... Yeah, if the A's win, come back and win that division, then Houston goes to the Yankees for one game. Who do they start? Well, I mean, depends who's rested. And then that's the I'm sure I'm sure that they could do some sort of like reset of the pitching staff. Um, oh, but it, it better be Verlander or Cole. It's one of those two. Charlie Morton at the least. I mean. Watching those, watching the Houston, I've watched a little bit this year, and those are really the only three pitchers I've strived to watch. I don't know who their other two are in their starting five, but Keuchel and Colin McHugh. Keuchel's not bad. Not I don't bad. Any, I don't know anything about McHugh. Colin McHugh's decent. I mean, I don't know anything about McHugh. He'd, he'd, um, he'd be like the number two on. The, I would on say the Verlander would get that start. Yeah, I would say Verlander would get that start, uh, just based on that rotation. Uh, I mean, I mean, Cole's their number fucking what three, or is he their two? He's he's their two. I'd, I'd say Verlander's their one. Cole's their two, and you know if Verlander AJ, with experience. AJ Hinch, like he should be looking ahead now. He should be setting up that rotation now um, because he could he could run out of like a a bullpen day just to get the rotation set up to that point where, I mean, it's not too early to start thinking about that kind of thing. It if the Pirates, you know, were in better shape right now, all you gotta do is all you gotta do is sit down with a calendar and some fingers, and you can figure that well, shit out. You know out. what? I got those. I got those in a couple rooms in my house. Yeah, calendars. I mean, I got fingers on your hands on at all hands. times. Yeah, um, I don't have any fingers stashed. But then, like, but then the A's, the A's have always been known to kind of stick it to the Yankees on occasion. I know, which is but always... they did lose the Derek Jeter like famous flip game. Mm-hmm. So. That There's was, a lot of history there. Yeah, there is a lot of history there. But they've also been known to stick it to the Yankees once or twice. Mm. You know, they, yeah. You know, uh, they had that they stuck I think they stuck it to the Yankees once and then the Yankees that was the Jared Jeter flip game where they where they hit them back on it. Yeah. Uh, which now <sighs> like uh, who would you rather see in a one-game playoff? It's going to be the Yankees, unless the Red Sox blow their fucking shit. There's no way. It's, it's, you know. it's going to be the Yankees and a team from the West. Yeah, Honestly, because... I, as a fan, I'd rather see Yankees-Astros. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's like... I think that's that's, that's the that's the play right there. Yeah. Yankees-Astros. Um, on that. Now, since this is a Pittsburgh show... We should, uh, is it, is it time to just start looking forward to next year? You know, the schedule came out today or yesterday for, for the 2019 baseball season. So the one thing I did see about that, and I, I don't know, I didn't look at the whole schedule. The only thing I do know for sure is that 
Pirates are playing the Cubs at the Little League World Series. Yeah, for that game. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that like stuck out to me that came across uh, my ESPN headlines that said the Pirates will play the Cubs for the Little League World Series game. Um, other than that, so interleague they were doing the Western Division this year. So okay. um, I believe Texas, Oakland, and Seattle are coming here. And then we're going to Texas, Houston, and the Angels. And then we're doing one of those two-and-twos with the Tigers because they they are our quote-unquote natural rival. Fuck that. It's They're our natural rival because the Reds and the Indians have to play. I don't, I don't think the Pirates have a natural rival in the American League. It's kind of unnatural to have a rival in the American map League. Map-wise, it's Cleveland. Map-wise, it's Cleveland. In terms of, like, the fan base, I, I don't think anybody in Pittsburgh has, like, you know... Like, se- most people I know have several go-to jokes about Cleveland. You know, if you ever meet someone from Cleveland, you've got this, like, little bag that you can reach into and, like, make some sort of shitty comment about the Browns or about how LeBron James left again. Or about how they set the river on fire. Um, or how about Cleveland always fucks up on a World Series. We don't have any kind of, like, knocks on Detroit, though. So they're not really a real natural rival, but whatever. No. Like, we'll take it, because it's a short road trip. And I, I think this year, like, I might like to do that. Uh, I like looking at the, new, at the new schedule, because I like to play on my vacation. I think Detroit would be a good road trip. It's four hours. Yeah. I think what I really want to do this year, and, like, again, like, we talked about the Nationals last year, for right. this year, and it was too early in the it season. It was too early this season. We're playing, we're playing in Washington in, like, March. It's, like, the second series of the year. Again? Yeah. It's way too early. Like, D.C.'s nice any time of year, but, like, I'd rather go there when it's a little warmer. Yeah. Um, the series I'm looking at is, there's a four-gamer in Denver Dude. at the end of August. Dude. Right before Labor Day. Dude. Make it a road trip. You know it's legal there now. <laughs> my my theory is that the, pirate, right, the right, pirates right. should legalize it in the stadium. That'll, right. that'll get butts in the seats. <laughs> More ways than one. Yeah. Butts and roaches. Um, butts and roaches and uh, <laughs> the state troopers would come in and enforce hey, government laws. Hey, you know what? You know what? You can get a bag of edibles, and we'll go to some breweries. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Got to watch it with the edibles, though. That's all. That's my only warning. <laughs> you know, I know you like to eat, but not all cookies are made the same. Not all cookies are made the same in Denver. Oh man, yeah, totally. Uh, I mean, I mean, I'm still talking to my boys out in Indiana about us going out for the Pitt Notre Dame game. Yeah. Uh, and that's October 13th, so that's two months away. Okay, that's a vacation request. That, and, yeah, uh, yeah, that, 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 and I mentioned to you, like, hey, by the way, um, so Pitt plays Notre Dame, uh, on Saturday, and we can kind of come back through Cincinnati to go to the Steelers-Cincinnati game on Sunday. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's the long way That's home. ambitious. And that, that's very ambitious. You know, last time I went to South Bend, uh, we just went to a Buffalo Wild Wings on Sunday, well, like I said, I have my buddies. There. I have my buddies in Indy, and in, in, in Indiana, or in Indiana, they're not in Indianapolis, but that's not even close. Yeah, yeah, they're not even close. Yeah. To they're 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 like forty minutes from South Bend. Yeah, um, but like, you know, we can hang with them and 
watch the Steeler game on Sunday or whatnot awesome. or figure it out. Um, but other than that, uh, real quick before we go on break, Urban Meyer suspended three games. Saw that. Um, I didn't even look at their schedule, but I'm I didn't look at their schedule either. Games. Uh, actually, no, they do have a big one in there. I know um, they did Virginia Tech like in the first week, the past couple years. So I guess like they're they're not doing that again. But um, I suppose someone else could come in and ruin their undefeated season. I mean, I I don't think they're playing anything, anybody huge um, through here. I, I kind of looked up because uh, whatnot earlier. Uh, Oregon State. Is their first game, and I don't know what's after that. Um, yeah, it's probably like Kent or Akron. Yeah, I mean, I, there's some games that have been opening up that where a lot of the, the week one and week two they've been opening up pretty big, uh, just because based on it, the strength of schedule in college football. Um, but so Urban Meyer suspended three games uh, due to his. Lack of knowing or lack of not telling. He knew, or, but he apparently he didn't tell the right person. He, yeah, he told the athletic uh, he, director. He, yeah, and but I have a not buddy, the compliance director. See, I have a buddy of mine that's a Michigan fan, so of course he's gonna always hate on Ohio yeah. State. And he kind of went off on Facebook today about how you know they dropped the ball, and apparently you know some track coach can get suspended and get fired over something similar. Mm. I don't know, well, it's but, but it's football. It's Ohio it's, State. It's where the big money is. I mean, Jim it's, Trussell lost his job over guys selling their fucking shit, and we talked yeah. about that before. And that's an NCAA else. violation. That's an NCAA violation. This that's is different, a, and, and it's it's pretty poor to say this that the NCAA doesn't have like a policy on domestic violence, but apparently they don't. Yeah, because uh, this, is, this if, is on the university. If this they had not... a policy that said, like, if one of your coaches is, you know, accused of a crime, you have to report it to the NCAA, you know, that'd be one thing. But I, I guess they don't have that. So, you know, he, reported, that, he apparently uh, told what he knew to the athletic director. Well, apparently. And the, the athletic director did not, like, take apparently that information. This coach, apparently this coach from Ohio State, they got accused of this, coached with Urban Meyer in Florida okay. and had an incident in Florida. Now, that incident in Florida never went to the legal standard, but showed up in a background check, but or didn't show up in a background check, or wasn't a issue in a background check at that point in time. Uh, so I'm sure the Ohio State background check for football coaches is pretty lenient. Yeah. You know? There's a lot of places I think are lenient. <laughs> is uh, is your name coaches. John Wayne Gacy? Yes, no. <laughs> Do you like football? All right, folks, we're going to go ahead and take our final break right now and come back and finish this up with some NCAA football and as well as some NFL football, especially our beloved Steelers. We'll be back in just a few moments after these few messages from our friends at Sorgatron Media Studios in Beachview. Let's talk tech. Tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at awesomecast.net. All right, folks, and we're back. Final segment of Bold Sports for this week. So, good news is NCAA football uh, is coming back. It's coming back quickly. Uh, Thursday night, the 30th, starts uh, the games. There are um, lots of warm-up games, very few actual competitive games in the first week of NCAA. But, you know, there are like the Coach's Classic or whatever. That's basketball. 
No, no, no. There's, there's like a, well, the there's, American football coaches. There's a few. There's, there's some sort there's of. There's a few competitive games going on, like Notre Dame, Michigan, Week um, One. All right. I mean, Arbaugh. yeah. I've been like, so much chicken. I feel so confident right so now. So, like Thursday night, UCF number twenty-one in the country is playing Connecticut. Ooh, oh man, I um, miss that. Well, UCF. If you like, if you like watching, you know. Hey, but UCF last year was the only undefeated team and won their bowl game. I know. I'm not. I'm not dissing it because you know? of UCF. I it's mean, Connecticut that that, yeah, that brings that, that game down. Makes my uh, uh, football. Utah away. State Friday the thirty-first is playing Michigan State. Uh, also Utah from, State. Utah State. Wow. Is playing Michigan State. Michigan State's number eleven. Uh, San Diego State playing Stanford. Week one on Friday night. Western Kentucky's playing number four Wisconsin on Friday These are night. All terrible games. Uh, Southern U against TCU. Uh, Southern like. Yeah, Southern. Like, like they're not even one A. Are they? I don't know. No, they're in the FCS. They're playing. They're playing TCU. TCU. That's like what ranked sixteen. And this is on the first. Uh, Florida Atlantic, Oklahoma, Texas, Maryland, Oregon State, Ohio State, Furman, Clemson, Appalachian State at Penn State. That's my that's my jam right there. Go hey, apps, go apps, Let's go apps, baby. Hey, they did it before. They well, they did, beat Michigan. They beat Michigan. I don't exactly. think I don't think Michigan was as good as Penn State supposed to be this year. West Virginia's Tennessee, uh, Washington, Auburn, which is a six nine game actually. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Austin Prey and Austin P. Austin P. in Georgia. I didn't even know what. No. Yeah, UNLV USC. Uh, You're Boise, naming basketball games. Boise State sure. is playing Troy. Uh, Just Troy, like Troy Polamalu. Troy, no, the, is a school there? Troy, yeah, there's yeah, Troy. Is yeah. it really in like Troy? I'm not that's sure. That's a long. That's a um, long flight. They're going to be pretty jet lagged. So, so I'm assuming that this Western is, Turkey. For so real? I'm assuming that this is a basketball school that you're going to laugh at. SFA out of Texas. Space right? Force Academy. No, I love the Space it, Force Academy. I think it's Stephen F. Austin. Stephen F. Austin uh, playing um, Mississippi State. Then here's a big game. This is very. Then you and I will be keeping our eyes on this one. Number 14 Michigan and number 12 Notre Dame. Yeah. That's on that Saturday. That's um, the only game to watch. Bowling Green, Oregon, Louisville, Alabama. Alabama is number one in the country. Uh, number eight, Miami, against 25, LSU. Uh, they're playing a game on Monday the 3rd, Virginia Tech and Florida State. And that's the opening week of the top 25. So so all the top 25 <clears throat> teams, except for Notre Dame and Michigan, are cowards. I guess. Total cowards. So, and yeah. Penn State because they're playing Appalachian, which we all know is like the sleeper favorite for national champions. Let's mm-hmm. go apps. Boone, uh, North Carolina, man. I love that town. So, so right now, uh, and it's right outside of Asheville, which is a great... No, it's not even close to Asheville. It, no, it is. It's a 35-minute ride no, between not. Boone no, to Asheville. Steve, it's not. Yes, it is. It's not. I've been there and it's not. I've been there too. It's not 35 minutes to Asheville. It's not. It's in the mountains. That's where the similarities end. Maybe I drive fast. You probably do. <laughs> Dude, 35 minutes. I'm going okay. like 60 on the Blue Ridge Parkway. Uh, which White knuckle. Which white. white knuckle. If I'm doing 60 on the Blue Ridge Parkway, I'm surprised I'm not at a fucking cliff. Well, most people go like 55 down that shit, even though the speed limit's like 25. I know, right? 
Uh, you're like your entire school, like ah, maybe I should slow down. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, so here's your top twenty-five starting out uh, for college football: Alabama number one, Clemson number two, Georgia three, Wisconsin four, Ohio State five, Washington six, Oklahoma seven, uh, the U number eight, Auburn nine, Penn State ten, Michigan State eleven, Notre Dame twelve, Stanford thirteen, Michigan fourteen. Uh, USC 15, TCU 16, WVU 17, uh, Mississippi State 18, Florida State 19, 20, Virginia Tech, UCF 21, Boise State 22, Texas 23, Oregon 24, and LSU 25. That's your top 25 college football rankings at this point in time. Man, um, I'm not ready. I mean, ready. it'll be here and it, it'll be fine to. You know, but I'm just not. I'm having a hard time, like with August. I know. Ending, and of course it was chilly tonight. It's chilly. It's it's okay. So You're wearing a hoodie, hoodie and shorts. I kind of love hoodie and shorts. I weather. love hoodie and shorts, but that's that's but like that October only lasts shit. Two weeks. That's like October shit to me. Yeah. Well, it's it's hoodie and shorts weather, but it, it doesn't help that we started recording at like one thirty in the morning. That too. When normal people go outside, it is not hoodie and shorts weather. True. But when us like service industry workers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, get out work and, and you know, exit our buildings. And I had cars. people at work turn the heaters on tonight. Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, it's fucking hot out. They're like, well, you're running around. I'm like, true, but still. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I just got hit with my, like, here's where we make up the difference for your budget gas bill. Yeah. 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 You're, you're like, this will be my highest gas bill of the year. <laughs> and I haven't even used my furnace. <laughs> yeah. You're like... I know I haven't used my furnace for the last three months, but yeah, it's I still okay, yeah, paid $95. You, gotta, you better pay us what you owe us so you're like, not having heat this year. It's like, it's like I, pay, I know I, I paid $95 a month all year round, and I know if I was on the budget, there would be five months of the year that I only pay like $3. Mm-hmm. But there's a six months of the year yeah. that would be like $500. Yeah. So, you know, enjoy your college football and your high gas bills. Yes. Uh, I prefer baseball season. So we got... Uh, for local college boys, we got Kenny Pickett is named officially the starter uh, for this season for the University of Pittsburgh Panthers on his sophomore season. Uh, WVU quarterback Will Geyer uh, is named first team All-American and is a Heisman hopeful. They're really amping this dude up for nice. a Heisman Trophy uh, out of WVU Penn State. Um, quarterback uh, Trace McSorley, he's named second team All-American and also could be in the Heisman hunt. He's being talked about a lot as well. If if a quarterback wins the Heisman, that means the team is like what undefeated, one loss. You don't you don't you don't just get into the hunt because the essence of the quarterback position is to lead your team to wins. Yes, like it's possible to put up huge stats as a running back, lose every game, but still be in the hunt for a Heisman. Yes. But to be the most outstanding player in the country as a quarterback, you damn well better win some games. Yes. So, so he's those a, guys you just mentioned. Uh, so, so to be Heisman Trophy winner as a quarterback, uh, you you need to be um, undefeated national championship or one loss national championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, how Johnny Menzel win it? <laughs> I, I mean, A and M was good. A and M was good. Yeah. I mean, he led that team. If it wasn't for him, that team wouldn't have been there. 
I like that. I did, like did Deshaun Watson win. Did Deshaun Watson win the Heisman? Um, any so. of his two years at Clemson? I don't know. But uh, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. I mean, they were yeah. like a contender. Yeah. He had some amazing stats. Yeah. So okay, so you don't have to be like a national title contender, but it certainly helps. But it, it helps. But you got to have some amazing stats at it. Your team has to really depend on your ass. And the way Penn State's offense is structured, it's not like well, a, Penn it's State's not off- like a crazy well, stat happy. Well, Penn State's offense has a quarterback right now. Right, they have a quarterback, <laughs> but like they, they lost. Know, Penn, Penn State has sometimes. You know, more of a balanced offense than like Louisville, for example. True, true. You know, like if you if you want your quarterback to win a Heisman, but a lot and of Penn you, State's and you're offense, tucking the ball all over the field, and he's like a running quarterback, then that's one thing. A, a lot of Penn but, State's offense graduated or went pro. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't see Penn State being like great this year. I don't see him being great either. A, a number ten ranking for them coming into this coming into this season is really high. For Penn State, they're it's going based, based on last year. They're going based off exactly. They're based off last year's numbers, and I don't see them as a number ten team. Well, I, they'll, I, they'll come into Pittsburgh with one win under their belts because they're playing like Akron. They're playing Appalachian State. App- oh, sorry, Apple. Okay, so wait, never mind. So Penn State's going to start zero and two, and then where do they go from there? There's nowhere to go but up in college football when you start zero and two against <laughs> Appalachian State and Pitt. So you know, I mean, then they get into Big Ten play. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Big Ten only plays, what, 10 games? So, yeah. <laughs> and eight of them are against Big Ten teams. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, college football's right around the corner. I'm liking it. Uh, gives us something to do on Saturdays. Uh, Saturday's a much better sitting around day for me. For you, yeah. Sundays are for family, you know. Sundays are my sitting around day. Saturdays for me are like, I'm going to watch football, and I'm going to go to work at 5 o'clock. See, I work Saturdays. Yeah. So it's like... Well, I work Saturdays, too. If I spend all afternoon, like, watching TV, like, it's no big deal. You know, I gotta work yeah. tonight. I'm resting up for work. Yeah, that's oh, what Oh, wait, do. you want me to go outside? You want me to mow the lawn? Guess what? I gotta work tonight. Okay? Yeah. I'm resting. Yeah. And, it, and if watching, like, aren't you off like college aren't, football Aren't games, you off, like, Wednesday or some shit? No. No, <laughs> I'm off Friday and Sunday. Friday. Oh, yeah. You can mow the lawn on Friday daytime mm-hmm. when there's no other sports on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you got a plan. It's easy, though. You just... Absolutely. That's why I like having like a Tuesday, Wednesday off, and then Sunday off. Mm-hmm. Sunday's like my friends and chill and party and drink day, and then Wednesday's my, like, I gotta get shit done day. Yeah, see, I so... get a lot of shit done on Monday. Ah. Because working from home, you know, yeah. yeah, that that hour that I spend commuting, or that I would have spent commuting, yeah, now gets... Now either... I spend vacuuming. Now you spend vacuuming, and And it's just a good way to start the week, and like have everything like squared away, and then you, you know... Go stock up on food for your barbecue on the weekend. Key. Which we're still having in the winter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We barbecue year-round, right? Yeah, there's no reason not to. Yeah. Oh, it's I, too my, cold. My porch well, is guess covered. What? Your grill's hot. My Go por- stand by it. My porch is covered. Yeah, mine too. You know, my grill's on my covered porch. You know what? So what if... Okay. So I might have to take an extra five minutes to cook my steak because it's a little cold on the outside. Oh, whatever. Grill. I'm okay with it. rare. Exactly. I'm good with it. So, uh, NFL season is coming upon us as well as college football. Um, have you watched any of the preseason games? Not just Steelers, but any preseason games. Besides the Steelers, no. All right. But I've, I've watched the Steelers preseason games. I watched... Uh, okay, so I was at work, and I think we talked about this last week because we, we recorded daytime. Oh, I did and, watch the Hall of Fame game. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, no, we recorded last week before work. 
mm-hmm. and then in the afternoon, and then that Steeler game happened. And I oh boy, did it! And happen. and I was at work, and people were like, "Hey, you know, this Steeler, they're like, hey, you're gonna have to watch like the you know a little bit of the end of the third quarter and the fourth quarter of the Steeler game." And I looked up and put my chart slips in order and making sure the tips are in order. And I look up at the TV, I'm like. I don't think I want to watch this game. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't much of a game. I mean, the tackling is terrible. And that's the first team defense that looked that bad. I know. That's what everybody couple, said. The first team defense. Series. They said the first team defense played the whole first quarter. And Juju had, like, a good touchdown. It was exciting. You know, he's. I think he's going to have a better year than last year. Well, he's But he's damn well better because the defense is going to be bad. He's slated to have a, have a breakout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes what's slated to happen does. Yeah, I know. And I know I don't even want to cite examples. Yes, we have several bad ones. But you know what I'm saying? Like, the defense was not good. You know, my, my friend who was here on Sunday was like, hey, the Steelers have a chance to be good again this year. And I'm just like, and are they still playing tackle? You're like, like do I know they? they're going to switch it to flag eventually, but, like, I'm pretty sure it's still a tackle league. It still is a tackle So league. I'm not too confident about that defense. And I, I saw, like, there's been a lot of uh, rumblings on Steelers' Twitter that they should go out and get Khalil Mack from the Raiders. Get who? Khalil Mack. Oh, well, Cleo Max, been like, they're, they're talking about him going to Green Bay. Yeah. Well, he's available to be had, and he can tackle people. And you wouldn't know his name if he wasn't good at tackling. Well, Cleo Mack was one of the, he was the number one round draft pick. Yeah. But I've, I've actually seen people, like, suggesting that it would be wise to trade Le'Veon Bell straight up for Khalil Mack. And at this point, I'm like, dude, like, no. we're down a Okay, we, we're down a linebacker from where we were last year because of Shazier's injury. Right. And even then it wasn't good enough. And we've got, what, Brown and, and uh, Juju. Juju. And this Washington guy, apparently. And James Connors. On Eli Rogers failed a drug test. I don't know if you saw that. I did. Eli Rogers did fail a drug test. He suspended one game. Still, even all right. So, so the, one game so, suspension. So, so the, we're good on we're good on offense. We're good on running backs. We got James Conner. Trade Bell, get Mac. You know, have a have a you know an upgrade on defense. Yeah, but you and know instead what? of winning, instead of having to win games like fifty-one to forty-eight, you know, maybe maybe you can like hold a team to like thirty-five. Yeah, but no team's gonna take Bell on for fucking twenty-one point five million. Except maybe the Browns, but we don't want to give them the Browns. We tried that. I remember my suggestion in the off season about yeah. trading for picks. The number one I still don't think they should trade them, but like, I don't want picks. I want defense. I want yeah. I want someone who can impact the team now. Maybe I'm just panicking because I watched a preseason game where they right. seem to not know how to tackle. Well, this is a preseason game coming up to watch. This third preseason game, um, Ben will play. Uh, he's not sure how long. Ben said he's not. He's, I'm going to play. I know I'm playing. I don't know how long I'm going to be in. That's coach's decision. Um, AB's going to play. All the starters are going to play for at least the first quarter, you would think, if not the whole first half. The third preseason game of the preseason is the one that is used as a regular season prep, yeah. where they where they game plan, they prep. They, they, they do set plays. They do, you know, everything like they're going into a regular season game. 
And then these younger guys get a chance to see what it's like. Even if they don't, they're not. There's a lot of guys that aren't going to make the team, mm. but they see what goes into being an NFL player. Yeah, it's and like a dress rehearsal. It is, you know. And then the fourth, everybody's got to be on their marks. And the fourth preseason game is like the starters play like the first series or whatnot, and then, um, and then they give it to the young guys. See, hey, you got your last splash in the tank left. You have. 45 minutes to say why I should be on this team right now or make practice squad mm-hmm. is what it comes down to. Yeah. I mean, it's the Steelers. You know, they're, they're going to be good, mm-hmm. but they're... They're going to win a division. Yeah, well, I mean, all the, all the national hype around the Browns makes me a little nervous. The national hype around the Browns? Okay. Have you been watching um, Hard Knocks? No. Alright, the third episode came out yesterday. I'm probably going to watch it after you leave. And whatnot. Have fun with that. Yeah. Uh, and this I might just do you a favor and just stay here all night. I got beer. No, but seriously, I got to go. But <laughs> I, I wish I wish I could say, like, hey, listen, I'm not coming home tonight. I'm trying to prevent Steve from watching a show about the Cleveland Browns. I know, right? But I know you're going to do it anyway. You yeah. Know? You kids, you always find a way. I know. You right? go out behind the barn. Watch a show about but, the Browns, smoke a joint. Yeah, you know, but the first two episodes, I mean, they, they, they're saying the right things and whatnot. And, you know, it's just a matter of, can they do the right things? It's the fucking Browns, for God's sakes. Yeah. They need to change from way up here in front office. Steve's to, holding his hand way up high in yeah, there. Yeah, I am way up. <laughs> to way down here to the towel boy. down by, like, mid, mid shin. To, to the towel boy. Yeah. I mean, they need to change all over the place. Uh, Hugh Jackson's this what thirty years a coach. Mm-hmm. I mean, he dove into Lake Erie. You know, he had T-shirts printed up. So now he's got like super mutant coaching powers. Mm. That's what I'm worried about. I know, right? You know, he's like the you know, X-Men of the you know, NFL. Here's the thing, and apparently, this episode that I'm about to watch after you leave is is where they bring in Des Bryant. They interview Des Bryant about oh, coming really? to the team. Yeah, um, hmm, that's very interesting. Yeah, and. And, they, and Hugh Jackson tries to sell Des Bryant on coming to the Browns. Um, I haven't watched the episode yet, but I've seen and heard the banter on Twitter and whatnot about it. Nah. So, yeah, I'm going to watch it. But it's like, they're so Cleveland. Like, mm. we're in Pittsburgh. We're like, I think, you know, when Ben Roethlisberger is the wingest quarterback in Cleveland Browns Stadium. Yeah. Uh, that says something right there. And but he, that's just because the Browns never stuck with a guy long enough to, like... <laughs> that's true. I'm being an apologist. Obviously, the reason they didn't stick with anybody is because all their quarterbacks have been terrible. But here's the thing. That, 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 the thing is, is Ben Roethlisberger plays in Cleveland once a year. He's been in the league since 2004. It's 2018. That's, what, 14 years? Mm-hmm. He's got 11, 12 wins. In Cleveland Browns Stadium. (laughs) So no other quarterback in Cleveland last 14 years has won 12 games in fucking Cleveland. Well, there's no way to, like, win 12 games in one season. No. And they haven't had a quarterback stick long enough. true. I mean, we've seen, we've all seen the Cleveland Browns jersey. Yeah. Starting with Tim Couch and all the way down. Yeah, and you gotta, like, it's, it's, it's more like a bathrobe at this point. Mm -hmm. It is. But the Ravens, they got their own issues. 
Yeah, they, I they, mean, they, they got they, a bunch of older guys on the team. They brought mm-hmm. Michael Crabtree in. They brought in, um, they let Mike Wallace go. They brought Crabtree in. They brought in um, Danny Woodheads there, uh, and the running back, and he's a receiving back. Mm. Um, he's also a concussion guy. Yeah, he's a concussion guy. Um, there's another wide receiver they brought in as well. I can't remember his name right now. If Flacco gets hurt, they're screwed. Well, okay, if Flacco gets hurt, they're screwed. They got um, RG3, mm-hmm. and they got um, the Heisman Trophy winner. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. So maybe not screwed. I don't think they're screwed quarterback-wise. RG3, RG3, I think they, he, he's he's one eyebrow wink away from having another knee issue. Well, they don't have a backup who's like, you know, like a mini Flacco. Like, yeah. ideally, you want your backup to be at home in your same offense. And it doesn't seem they have that. Like, I'm not saying Flacco's like a great quarterback, but he's, you know, he's got a big arm. You know, and he's he's like a pro style drop back passer. Is um, RG three and Lamar Jackson are not. So if something happens to Flacco, and they might actually even be better off because, like I said, like Flacco, overrated, in my opinion. He won the Super Bowl and got paid. Yeah, he got paid real big, he, and then he, he went to McDonald's. You know what? Both Ravens Super Bowls were won on defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, Trey Lewis, Terrell I mean, Suggs. I, I mean, Trent Dilfer. Yeah. I mean, to this day, says, I won a Super Bowl because of Ray Lewis. Also, the Ravens had a lot of help from the um, electrical grid in the Superdome. Well, San Francisco was cruising. And then that whole fiasco with the lights going yeah. out. And that really did change the momentum of that game. It did. And that was like a weird game because of the... All the Steelers fans, like, we didn't want San Francisco to win. Yeah, because, because they would have tied had us as with many Super Bowls. Bowls. But nobody would, like... Admit to rooting for admit the Ravens. Admit to rooting for the Ravens. It's like last year. It's like, why did I even go out that night? I should have just stayed home. It's like last year. We, 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 we'd rather root for the Eagles than... Oh, last year was a no-brainer. Yeah, last year. Hey, you know what? The Eagles really don't affect us. Just because there's one guy in the stands wearing, like, a Flyers hat... Like, I mean, yeah. like, yeah, like Flyers fans. Yeah, we're happy. And, and I always tell people when I meet them at the bar and I'm work and I'm and I'm waiting on them. They're like, "Oh yeah, I'm in from Philly." I'm like, "You know what? The silver and green doesn't bother me. That white with the red pinstripe doesn't bother me. You wear the god awful fucking orange and black. I will mm. fucking buy Xenia drink." Um, <laughs> but um, you know, I you know, and the Phillies Pirates haven't been an issue for years. I mean, since before we were kids. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there, there were some moments. It wasn't a real rivalry, but it's still Philly. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they had some good players in the 80s. They had Mike Schmidt and... Pete Rose. Pete, well, yeah, I, well, I, remember, I sort of more remember Pete Rose with the Reds. I, re- was, I will, Pete Rose is, with the Reds. Pete Rose is like, more memorable with the Reds. Well, because he was with the Reds, and then he went to Philly, Philly with and then he went, went back, back to the Reds. Reds. Yeah. And that's when I started yeah. to really follow baseball. Yeah. I mean, um, Mike Schmidt, Steve Carlton. I was in the house for Mike Schmidt's 500th home run mm. on my birthday, my seventh birthday. I mean, Steve Carlton was a hell of a pitcher. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think at this point right now, we're kind of just like rambling on about just about our favorite Philly athletes, favorite random sports. Uh, might be, we're, we, we spent too much time talking about the Ravens and the Flyers. Yeah. So it might be time to wrap we, it up. We, we can't have this. <laughs> what else you got for us? 
Um, this week, um, we got the PGA Tour in Paramus, New Jersey. Um, they are at the Wyndham Championship. The second most famous golf course in sorry, New Jersey. No, sorry, sorry. They're not the Wyndham Championship. That was last week. That was last week. Uh, this is the Northern Trust Open. Northern Trust. At uh, Ridgewood Country Club in Paramus, New Jersey. Uh, the Riverhounds play Wednesday night. Um, they are away. Um, Pirates at Milwaukee. No, sorry, it's Pirates still. They don't play. They, they don't play. They play next Wednesday. Mm. Uh, Pirates are on the road to Milwaukee for the next three, and then I think they go a little further west after that. Um, Penguins. Yeah. I don't really worry about it. Training, I haven't heard dick tra- about the Penguins no. this week. No, training camp hasn't started, nothing. I, I, I uh, fact-checked that, because last week I was like, there's nothing going on with the Penguins. Uh, there really and isn't. I was like, is there? Is no, there? there really no, there isn't. really isn't. No, that's there fine. really isn't. That's We're good. good. We know the Penguins are... I saw a cool Phil Kessel meme today. That's about it. I mean, the Penguins have about a million dollars off on salary cap in the event somebody falls their way. Yeah. That's about it. The Steelers, they're going to go into Saturday night, this Saturday night, at home. Tennessee Titans coming in for a preseason game. Um, the starters are going to be playing at least the first quarter, if not the whole first half. Ben's going to suit up and play. Um, we're going to see it. This, this is a make-or-break time for a lot of the guys. And then week four and the preseason is the really make-or-break for the guys that are on that bubble of mm-hmm. making practice squad or making the team. And you know how many guys make the team that are that are not in the first couple rounds of draft picks or walk-ons? It's about like two or three. For the Steelers? For the Steelers. It's there about, really are not a lot of job openings. No. You know. So you're so these you, guys are going to be If you go on monster.com, like you're not going to find yeah, a lot of yeah, Steelers. Yeah, these guys picks. these guys are going to there's 13 spots open on the practice squad. That's what these guys are playing for at this point in time. And you know what? I'd be the football for a practice squad salary one year. Oh, yeah. I mean. I would, too. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Um, You got, uh, we'll record before college football opens up next week. Um, God willing. (laughs) And our bosses. Yeah. But we should have some more uh, insight on college football, and, and things should be more set up by then. And other than that, um. Matt's probably going to ride his bike at least one day this week. I'm probably going to play at least nine holes of golf. Yeah, got him, man. I'm going to at least play nine holes of golf. While you can. And um, I know we're coming up on Labor Day. You got any Labor Day plans? That's in the works. I put in a vacation request. but like, For the Sunday or the Monday? For the whole week. The whole, oh, the whole week? Mm-hmm. Shit, Matt and I might have some golf that week. We might, depending, mm-hmm. again, like sports schedules, you know? Yeah, like I know. My job revolves around sports. Your hey. job revolves around sports. Yeah, it does. This is, we're coming upon a very busy time of the year yeah. for uh, sports um, on TV. I know Labor Day itself, I'm slated to be off for my fancy football draft. Oh, I got that going on on like Sunday night. I got that going on Monday the 4th. Yeah, the 4th. Fourth. Fourth. Mine's the 3rd. Yours is the 3rd. Monday the 4th is mine. And then uh, our draft is at 11 a.m. And then we will be in a pool at 2 p.m. We will already be drinking during the draft. Then we will be in a pool until the wives and girlfriends say it's time to go home. High five. So if you want to come down and hang out at the pool on Monday yeah. Labor Day, I got a pool for you. I like this. I like this idea. <laughs> and I like, I like the idea of a fantasy draft where people get into a pool voluntarily. <laughs> because my friends, like, it's... Get tossed in. Nobody brought a bathing suit, but we just, like, tossed somebody in anyway. And then you're like, shit, get, get the bag of rice out. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good reminder. I need I need to hit up Pita Land, get like a pound of rice. <laughs> just in case I go to Steve's party and get thrown in the pool with my phone in my pocket. No, you won't get thrown in the okay. pool. Okay. We're, we're polite. Well, before we pick you up, we take yeah. shit out of your pockets. Yeah, we're not a bunch of buffoons here, <laughs> yeah. folks. Yeah. Like, we will... Yeah. Yeah, take hold the phone. you by your ankles and hey, dump hey, everything hey, out hey, of your hey, pockets hey. before we throw you in the swimming hey, pool. Hey, take the phone, take the wallet, and take the key fob. Other than that, we're good. Yeah, man. <laughs> I don't want to have to fucking hotwire my car to get out of this place. Exactly. So please take my uh, keyless and put it somewhere safe. Yeah, key fob, phone, and wallet. After that, I'm good. Hot. All right, folks. You guys have a great sports week. Enjoy it. Matt and I will be back next week uh, with some more hot takes and more... Um, fun bullshit about sports and what goes on and hopefully there's something fun to talk about like you know sister mary joe or big al mm, there but, will be we'll, we'll find the quirkiness and the yeah. and the offbeat humor in something we'll and get, if if we don't we'll just bitch about work some more <laughs> shit i think some of this podcast we should turn this podcast into sports suck this week but how was your week at work Fucking Jags. Bold work. <laughs> Bold. No one would listen to a show called Bold Work. No, not at all. Yeah, so it's a sports show with some slight work, like, teases. Yes. All right, folks, thank you very much. Have a good week. Uh, we will see you soon. Hey, Ian, thanks for listening to Bold Sports. You can always listen at Sorgatron Media on Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever you uh, love to listen to podcasts. Make sure to catch us every Wednesday for your recap and breakdown of your favorite local sports and news of the weekend for the upcoming game expectations. You can contact us at Steve Fernald on Twitter, at MMTacy on Twitter, or at BoldPGH on Twitter. Hashtag BoldSports. BoldPittsburgh on the Facebook or BoldPGH.com.